0: Hey Fro, you want to hear a Norwegian joke? Sure. Why do Norwegians carry a car door when they walk in the desert? I have no clue. They want to be able to roll the window down if it gets too warm.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh, On this week's Another Digital Citizen, we will talk of News of the Week. We will talk Valkyrian Episode 1, Rewatch... We will have another digital review of Slay and Samurai Jack, season five, episode seven.
0: This is another digital citizen. zone.
1: four. Five George K.
2: This is a podcast meant to encourage
0: logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion
1: between friends, enemies countries and religions this is a podcast for us for the digital world welcome citizen hello ladies and gentlemen welcome to this week's another digital citizen it's episode 82. Uh, it's Long John Silver. Why my name is Long John Silver? I will soon explain. And with me, I have mighty Luke. Welcome on this vessel, Arg.
0: <laughs> Hi, Pro. Hi, everybody. Arg. Long John Silver is just—it's just, a, like a fast food fish restaurant in America. <laughs> so. Is it? Okay. Yes.
1: For for me, for me, it's a uh, uh, pirate. And, uh, the race... Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, that's what it's named after. But they've yeah. uh, they got pretty good chicken strips really? for a fish restaurant. It's weird. Yeah. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no surprise there are uh, a fish restaurant when their name is Long Drum Silver. Isn't it a kind of rum as well? No, that's uh, Captain Morgan. That's Captain Yeah, Morgan.
0: Captain Morgan's. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: uh (laughs) so the reason why it's long john silver and his matey luke is because i have a wooden leg i i I don't have a wooden leg but it surely looks like it uh i was outside uh i have a i have a training thing that i do with a dog so uh, here in lillehammer there's a service called the middle And what they do is, like, give people with disabilities or uh, at any way want to do something. Like, in their spare time, they have, like, small tasks to do. For example, help somebody to move or, uh, like I did, uh, walk somebody's dog. Okay. So, So, I was outside walking this dog and... When the balance was just incorrectly enough, the dog uh, decided that it was going to pull its leech. So I uh, took a big jump over a kind of small fence and landed on my right uh, foot, uh, on the left side of my right foot, if you understand what I mean. Sure. So yeah, inside, my, inside of your foot, right. So so my foot got first down on a sharp, like kind of uh, uh, rock. So I sprained okay. my foot this week, and had to go to the hospital. And now it looks like I'm Long John Silver because I'm walking around like a pirate.
0: Right, you got it. Oh, is that just a wrap? You showed me a picture, or is that a... It's not a cast, obviously. No, I mean, no, no. It's didn't not, it's, it. It, yeah. I
1: didn't break it. I didn't break it, so... Right. I didn't have, uh, it looks like I, a
0: cast, but it's just a really big wrap on like your foot. It. So, yeah.
1: Yes. Hobbling <laughs> around. So, uh, that happened uh, today. So, uh, I came home uh, two hours ago or something from the hospital. No, three oh, hours. really? Yeah. Yeah. So, that was much <laughs> stupid dog. What have you done? Have you destroyed your foot lately?
0: No, I I have not. Uh I almost dropped a giant coffee machine on my foot uh, earlier this week. I was helping somebody get the some reason they they got this giant industrial sized uh, latte uh maker from a, a college actually. And so okay. I was, and they're going to repurpose the parts. So I was helping them pull it out. And it was, we didn't realize quite how heavy it was when we started lifting it out. And we were like, whoa, almost dropped it on my foot. But no, I did not do what you did. It must have been uh, but, a big dog, Fro. Was uh, it a big, big dog to pull you, pull you No, it was fins? a chinchilla.
1: I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, no, a chihuahua, you mean? Chihuahua, <laughs> I mean. No, it was a freaking big dog. Yes. Uh Yeah. It's uh it, it was uh uh it's bigger than a Doberman. It's really big. Uh it's it's used. Uh I I don't remember the type in English. That's why I'm trying to explain what kind of dog it is. Do you know the dog that Donald Duck has? That is really really big and can be on mountains giving liquor to people that's underneath. Oh, this? okay.
0: Oh. The dog uh right. What's
1: the name of uh, that
0: dog? St. Yes. Uh, Bernard, I think. St. Bernard's. Yeah. I'm sure that's probably wrong, but it looks like a St. Bernard to me. I'm sure there's some other right. exact... I'm not big on dogs, to be honest with you. Right. So.
1: So it but was big dog, that, nonetheless. That, that kind of size, it was not a St. Bernard, but it was that big size. So, yay. Ah. Yay, stupid dog. Yay. I love stupid dogs. I, I I think I love stupid dogs more than hackers like to uh fuck around with Netflix lately.
0: I guess well, um go ahead and start uh the story and then I'll tell you about it a little bit.
1: Yeah, so I I woke up uh in the I which day was this? Monday?
0: It was on the weekend when yeah. it came yeah, a Friday or Saturday it must okay. have been.
1: Yeah. And I I was like, yeah, I was watching some uh, IT news uh, site in Norwegian, and it said, Hacker Demands Ransom from Netflix. Uh, And uh, they had taken the 10 first episodes of uh, Orange is the New Black, one of uh, Netflix's most uh, famous and most uh, anticipated episodes. shows so first they hold hold it ransom and when the ransom didn't go through after five minutes they (laughs) put it on that pirate bay thing where you can download it
0: where then it was kind of sent out everywhere all over the internet but yeah um the thing about it is uh it wasn't actually from... They didn't steal it from Netflix. They, they stole it from a third party um, which was holding it for them. Maybe maybe Netflix uses some kind of third party uh, for their actual data storage. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's where the hackers actually stole it from. Uh, not actually straight from Netflix. But uh, according to these hackers, uh, which they're called Dark Overlord... Uh, oh, Dark... Is it Dark Overload? That's what I have here, but I heard it was called Dark Overlord. So, I don't know. One or the other. Um, this same third-party place where they got this the Orange is the New Black, they also got shows from ABC, Fox, and National Ge- Geographic Channel. Uh, and they're obviously uh, probably uh, have ransoms on those shows to those stations as well because they said something about... Um, that the those people those uh those the hackers put something on i think uh twitter maybe and it said that the, they still have time to pay the ransom or whatever so that, this isn't going to be an ongoing thing this isn't this is the first of a few it sounds like so could be an upcoming uh a thing we may follow in the future may not who knows depending are you
1: a fan of orange is the new black
0: no, I've never even seen an episode to be honest. Uh, Doesn't seem like something I would enjoy. So I don't know. No, never. N- um, no,
1: you wouldn't. And I have seen. I, I I've seen the first, first and second season. I think I'm. Yeah. I, I know. I know. I've seen the first season. I'm. I'm not sure if I I quit after one season or or I quit or after in the middle two. somewhere of the second
0: yeah. one. Maybe. Yeah.
1: Because because it's uh, it's one of those shows that annoys me more than gives me pleasure, and it's a really girly show. I'm not saying that girly shows are anything wrong with. Yeah, uh, right. I mean you you're talking to the man that loves Hannah Montana, right?
0: So. And I watch Jordy Shore. <laughs> you're yeah, right. Yeah,
1: right. we we have strange taste in things, but uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of it's not giving me anything and when a show is not giving me anything i i i am i'm one of those that don't watch anything just to be entertained i mean i i i i then i would r- rather rewatch something good than watch something new and uninteresting it has how is to be. the
0: publicity on this uh hack that went down in uh, in uh, Norwegian news. Did you see anything? It wasn't
1: cold. No, it was almost not that wasn't covered. covered? Okay, because oh. it was
0: covered quite a bit here. It was kind of like it was very strange because, in one way, uh, I understand that they're covering it because it's kind of like the biggest mm, hack since the Sony hack, where right. the hackers put out a bunch of movies and different things from Sony, and they got pissed. But, um. The biggest one since then, so we, there was a lot of coverage of it. But all these news places are going; they released it on the internet. It is available out there to get. I'm like, why are you pointing out that people can go? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like if you if you're so worried about the the fact that they stole this, there's this stolen stuff. Why are you pointing out that anybody can go grab it? I was like, thinking to myself, nobody should go get that because this is probably maybe it, it, they probably have set up. Um, Stings on specifically those episodes to try to catch people. You know what I mean. So, right, yeah.
1: No, I, I was not one of those that was in the, the queue for well, for forgetting this. But I, I, kind of.
0: I guess a lot of people like the show, but uh, I guess me and you are not uh, in that in that uh...
1: target demographic. I,
0: yeah, know, I guess so.
1: Okay. I, I know Tilly loves Orange is the New Black. Oh okay. But, uh, yeah. Tilsier isn't here, by the way, so we will not talk about wrestling this week. We will shortly go over the matches, probably, maybe next week. Sure, Uh, yeah. uh, Let's do a
0: video.
1: Oh, I was thinking other things that have been leaked. I was going in that way. Oh, okay. Uh, Leaked documents, reels that Facebook conducts research to... Target emotional, vulnerable, and insecure youth.
0: Yeah, uh, this is kind of weird and strange, but this happened in Australia. Um, it was released by a newspaper called The Australian. Uh, it, in, it says it obtained internal documents from Facebook that show how Facebook can exploit the moods and insecurities of teenagers using the platform... And I I have uh, I have the for words the,
2: for the for the potential to yeah
0: for the potential to benefit advertisers
1: and the words are like defeated overwhelmed stressed anxious nervous stupid silly useless and failure
0: <laughs> right and it, this was Facebook putting out something to say uh, to their ad adver- to say to their advertisers hey guess what we can do we can find. Uh, depressed kids and try to sell them things. (laughs) Not great. (laughs) Uh, Not great look for Facebook.
1: Maybe they should uh, go uh, and look at a new Netflix show, 13 Reasons Why. Have you heard about this Netflix show and and the big hula uh, around it?
0: Uh, I've heard of 13 Reasons Why. I don't know the hoopla. What is it?
1: uh because it's they say it's promoting suicide uh the show uh, the Oh way.
0: okay I don't know that much about it so you'd have to go and do it. Yeah, okay.
1: 13 reasons why is uh this guy that uh, receives uh 13 uh cassettes explaining why a girl uh committed suicide. Or she's giving him 13 reasons why he she killed herself, more or less
0: after she's already killed herself. Right. Oh, okay. So, well, I guess I'd have to see it then to see how it promotes.
1: Yeah, promotes I'm, that, but yeah. I'm I'm one of those that's seen the show and uh, I think I've told on the show before and I I know that you know I that I am suicidal by uh, like one of my diseases, it's that I'm suicidal. So, when, when I watched this, I was kind of, uh, <laughs> because all I heard in Norwegian media was, like, you shouldn't see this. This is bad for you. It's promoting suicide. It's promoting and giving people reasons to kill themselves. And I have to say that I totally don't get what they are talking about. I huh. really okay. don't understand what they are talking about at all. Because it makes... This
0: reminds me, uh, last week, I was going to say something about Samurai Jack, this article I found that's kind of similar in this vein that you're talking about. Okay. Uh, we will cover that at the right before we do Samurai Jack later in the show. Okay. So if anybody was going, why didn't they actually talk about what he was talking about at the beginning of the Samurai Jack <laughs> review last week? I
1: forgot yeah. it. You forgot it. We all forgot it.
0: Right. We totally, yeah, once we get to the end of the show, we're like, all right, let's keep going, keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, we will cover that later. But,
1: let's move Now, on. let's do some videos. Which video sure, should we Sure, where should start? we
0: start? Uh, let's do the North Korea propaganda video. Did you see this? It came out, oh. uh, pff, middle of last week. It must have been Friday. Um, I guess end of last week. Okay. But, let's just watch, like, a minute of it, and we'll talk about it. But, this uh it's all about like it they have all these targets and stuff that are aiming at like washington and uh american navy ships and things like that um and this got leaked out of north korea they were playing it for some celebration they were having of course they're doing all these failed rocket tests that are happening there right now uh yes. They're not going to be blowing up any ships any anytime soon. But give us a countdown for
1: <laughs> They can't even like shoot their rockets up in the air. Right. Uh, three, two, one, play. Take, 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 take. Ooh.
0: Okay.
1: Sure.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. So they're just showing off, showing off some rockets here.
1: Aren't you going to translate for us?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, there. They, I, I couldn't find anyone that had English translation, so no. <laughs> See, there you go. There's like wash the uh, White House, obviously. There's like a target. There's some like U.S. Navy ships. This is not not well put together. Their editing technology. If it's, if if their editing technology is equivalent to their weapons technology, they are not they are not coming after us anytime soon. Because this looks like really badly edited, uh... It looks
1: so stupid! (laughs) Oh gosh, this looks weird.
0: Oh gosh. It's like, they just threw the sepia tone on it to make it look like it's (laughs) full footage, but it's still video. So it's still super clear, they didn't put any film effect over it or anything.
1: And the music is so incredibly... Bad.
0: It's this war propaganda, uh, showing uh, North Koreans blowing up Americans and I'm eww, sitting here, worried about the editing style. Eww, eww, eww.
1: It's kind of cool works. That's the... that's the sad part about this.
0: Right? Yeah. I mean, it's propaganda. It's designed to make you go, oh, that's interesting. You know, that's the whole point of it, so...
1: I think I would be not say under uh, in 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 uh, that time. I would be like ooh oooh cool, COOL! propaganda.
0: Right. Oh. Well we've watched a lot more than a minute of this. But oh, let's this let's just so watch cool. the whole thing since we're here. Yeah. And then this look is- at this effect they did. They didn't they didn't like put it into After Effects and then put the explosion over the top of the ship. They just chroma keyed the the explosion over the top of the other layer of video. Oh my god, it's so bad. And this like animation. Is... Oh, look at that, that picture of the White House was like all blocky because they didn't have a high enough resolution photo to like put in wow. there. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. <laughs>
1: I'm so scared, Luke.
0: I maybe they're just not worried about the editing quality as much. I don't know. Maybe they're just maybe it's like a cultural thing. I don't. Who knows?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst propaganda I have ever seen in my entire life.
0: It was all over the news here in America, (laughs) all over the place, because it was like everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, they're targeting the White House in this video."
1: Oh, stupid propaganda. (sighs)
0: it was that it's just that so it looks like it was edited in like the late 80s on like a linear editor
1: uh, yeah. i i think i would do a better job than they did <laughs> right oh gosh that's the uh, worst was bad. i've ever ever watched in my entire life oh my gosh
0: all right let's move on to another video let's do uh that was funny Let's do Hillary Clinton next. All right. So Hillary Clinton did a couple of speeches yesterday. um, Okay. And this was the big news yesterday from uh, one of those speeches. This was at Women for Women event, I believe. And she uh, basically says why she didn't um, get the election or what her opinion is why she didn't get elected. So let's uh, let's play this. This is just a small snip of it because they talked a lot more, and, but I'll go into what they said uh, later after we do the video. So give us a countdown for all. In
1: 3, 2, 1, play. It wasn't a perfect campaign. There is
0: no such she thing. She was on her way to winning. All right. um,
1: but I was on the way to winning until the combination of Jim Comey's letter on October 28th and Russian WikiLeaks. Raise doubts the Russian Wikilinks. Remember <laughs> how that guy who lives in England is
0: a Russian? Russian
1: intervening. It's like
0: when your dad uh, or mom calls snowboarding is, ski-boarding. Think, uh, <laughs> compelling,
1: persuasive. Uh, and so we overcame a lot in the campaign. We overcame an enormous... Uh, Oh, that barrage, barrage of, nega- of negative negativity! I hate that. False equivalency it, that never and so happens much else. in political campaigns. Um, but as Nate Silver, who uh, you know doesn't work for me, he's an independent uh, analyst, but one considered to be uh, very reliable, you know, has concluded. I have no idea know, who Nate Silver is, by the way. 27th, I do. I'd be your president.
0: If I, if, oh. she said, if. Okay, so the election was on the 28th. She said if the election had been one day earlier, she would have been the president. But since it was a day later, she's not president.
1: <clears throat> what? <laughs> Bullshit.
0: Right. We, I, remind everybody, I called that Trump was going to win, like, way, way before that. Fro even said it, put it on our Facebook page, like, this Trump just won, like, way before that. But Yep. Uh, the other thing she talked about that we didn't she didn't cover in this one minute clip, I guess, was uh, the, obviously this was a women for women event. So one of the questions she was asked was, "Do you think misogyny um, played any role in her not getting elected?" So uh, m- meaning uh, people didn't want to have her get elected because she was a woman, basically. Right. Um. And. She didn't outright say it was that, but she kind of laughed and joked about it and like, oh, what do you think? Kind of left it like, obviously, she was working the crowd that she was there for, but that was one of the things. uh, She basically said that was, she kind of blamed that as well. So she has all these reasons to blame all these things. Um, But I was thinking about it, and last week we were talking about Bernie Sanders and how he maybe would be too old to get elected president in 2020 right um and i who was i listening to oh it was bill Maher, who i don't agree with a lot of stuff he says sometimes but uh last night he was doing an interview and he said he was talking about if bernie could run in 2020 and he was basically saying uh us saying that he can't run because he's too old that's ageism so is ageism which one's worse ageism or misogyny i don't i don't know i guess it depends on where you are if you're an old person you're going to take more offense to ageism or if you're a woman you're going to take more offense to misogyny. But, uh, I thought, I found that interesting is like the same people who are saying that she didn't get elected because of misogyny are also saying Bernie can't run, which is ageist. So, uh, you I don't know. You gotta be on one side of the battle. I think those two things are kind of, I wouldn't say they're equivalent, but they're in the same vein of, um, kind of people looking at somebody and saying, oh, you can't do this because of this. You know what I mean? Because uh, of who you are. Oh, and the other thing she said in this interview that we didn't say, she said she was part of the resistance. Ooh, That was one of the big things she said. Uh, Is
1: she Star Wars?
0: Right. Well, it's the new name that uh, (laughs) there was a bunch of protests this week. Uh, May Day was a big protest on May 1st. And it went down not great because a bunch of cities turned into riots and burning. Uh, people were burning things and smashing windows. There were multiple cities in the U.S. that had riots this week, so, um, including Portland here in Oregon. Uh, and uh, let's see what else. Oh, I just wanted to remind she's she was talking a lot in this interview. I watched a bunch more of this, but because there it was like a 40 minute interview she did with uh, with this lady right uh Hillary Clinton did with uh Christina Amanpour I think is her, her name she talked a lot about the Access Hollywood tapes and so that came up a lot in the news this week that's still a thing they're talking about is the Access Hollywood tape with Trump oh. and everything and saying how they're so confused why that didn't Disqualify disqualifying why people weren't more upset about that, which I guess it's kind of true. It was a little weird that some people were just like dismissed it completely. Right. But then I remember, but they don't seem to blame, they blame Russia, but we don't ever, they don't ever mention like, okay, if Russia were influencing the election, we go back and we look at the WikiLeaks, which is what they're talking about when they talk about Russia. And in the WikiLeaks, it shows that the DNC was rigging the election, right. <laughs> so it they're they're like, oh, we can't have somebody uh, uh, trying to fix the elections, and then you look. At, so they're this whole tactic is we're gonna t- what the thing we did, we're gonna put it on somebody else and complain about them for doing the thing that we did. <laughs> it's ridiculous when you think about it for a second. So weird. Doesn't that, does not is not that weird when you like say it out loud, Fro? You? Yeah.
1: That's why we never believed the Russian explanation from the beginning.
0: Right, they are doing uh, They're doing uh, the final kind of part of the investigation, so hopefully we're going to get some answers out of that soon. Um, I know they were talking to James Comey again and things like this, so it's been forever that they've been doing this investigation, and people are kind of going, when, when is this going to get done? So hopefully we'll get an answer about that soon, but we will see what happens. Oh, and uh, speaking of which, we didn't cover it last week, but last week um, they started the trial because there's a whole bunch of Democratic voters that are suing the DNC for rigging the election. Um, And if you go and look at the transcripts of the trial, the DNC lawyer is basically saying their defense that they're using is, well, it's not against the law for us to rig the election. We can do it if we want that's their that is their defense, so there you go
1: oh uh, we said this so long time ago. It feels like we are living in the future and they are in the past. last video,
0: yeah this will, this is a good way to uh kind of wrap up the news uh and it kind of goes with stuff we talked in the past about um underground tunnels, apparently uh elon musk is building uh or he's boring tons and tons of tunnels underneath underneath los Los angeles like they're all over like he's uh spending millions and millions of dollars doing this so um and people were wondering why and this came out this week from it says the boring company so i guess that makes sense um but that's not a great name for your company the boring company
1: is it boring is the company boring Right. It could be read like that.
0: But but they mean boring as in un, tunneling underground. Right, but yes. right.
1: But <laughs> boring company. Yeah, let's work for them. That sounds really fun.
0: <laughs> Maybe the, it's probably a play on words. They're probably just dorks, and they're like, this is going to be so funny. It's a boring company. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this is—they made a mock-up of what they're going to use these tunnels for. So let's uh, let's watch this. Give us a countdown, fro.
1: In three, two, one, play. Red car.
0: All right. Doesn't really look like the future. Oh, wait. Whoa? Now what? it's kind of starting to look like the future. What is this thing? A car yeah. is getting on some kind of like elevator thing it's going underground okay the car is now underground in like this
1: I'm going under.
0: and there's all these other cars flying around all right
1: so it's a taxi for a car right
0: so it go. it's like a tram or like a, a subway but just for one car so the car goes on this little track and so the idea would be to you know Wow! Look at that. That looks pretty massive. It also, it also kind of looked like that scene in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yeah. where they're stuck in the and there's all the tunnels going all over. But the idea would be to free up highway space by sending cars underground, like subways, on these individual little tracks. And that's the idea is to have it be like that many of them, it one, two, three, four, five layers deep. Cool. So that's pretty impressive. If that, that's their. Mm, end goal, I guess. But that's pretty cool, huh?
1: Elon Musk. I I really like Elon Musk. He's such a weirdo and such a cool weirdo.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's good and bad things that I've heard about him, so I'm a little like in between about how I feel about him, but I think that's a really interesting, cool uh, idea, like futuristic kind of idea that I've never thought about, and it goes kind of with what we're going to talk about this week with Valkyrian about the whole underground tunnel systems and all this other stuff. So I thought that was cool.
1: So I have a question. If you fell over a rock and hurt your foot, would it cost you a bunch of money to go to the hospital? Uh,
0: I mean, right now with the healthcare uh, with Obamacare I have uh, I really don't know because I've never had to deal with it but not as much as it would have when I didn't have any health insurance but guess. I don't know how, what it's going to cost me once Trump, if if Trump gets this healthcare thing through they're trying to do I th- that whole thing is up in the air right now in, in America But
1: guess how much I paid for going to the doctor today a
0: zero dollars and zero cents
1: yep And I was in, uh, first I I went to the hospital in an ambulance, got into the hospital by an ambulance, took two x-rays of my foot, then was sent home by taxi, didn't pay for the taxi, didn't pay for anything. Nada. Nothing. And Trond is going to tell the truth about healthcare for all.
2: This is Tron, where Tron tells the truth. I've been talking about this subject before, but I'm going to speak about it again. Healthcare. Not many months ago, I fell down some stairs. It was a terrible accident, and I still have a lot of pains. I still wake up at night because of those pains, and it's horrible. Sometimes I don't sleep for my five, six hours. So, I cannot work these days. That's a drag, because I like my job, and I... I don't like not having a job, I think a job gives my life a little bit of meaning. But I can still get the treatment I need, so these days I go to a doctor who's going to help me. I'm not going to get broke because of it, and I'm not going to lose all my savings account because of it. Let me take another example. My aunt has cancer, last year she found an aggressive form for cancer it didn't It didn't go well it didn't, it didn't go well because we have a public health care system she didn't need insurance because I don't believe she would get a good insurance if you have the same sta- system as the United States the cancer came back and the state still gave her treatment there's something people of the fr- Republicans still don't understand that for healthcare, even if you have a lot of providers the system, people who want to make money on healthcare, does not want to help you all the time. They don't give a shit. If they don't have rules to regulate them, they keep the money for themselves. That's the problem. If you think healthcare should be a privilege, then you're going to re- 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 vote for people for the, for, to the right. If you think it's going to be something everyone should have, you're going to do it to the left. A lot an argument I often see in the American debate is no industrial the, in the country has, has it like the United States. And that's true. You couldn't go called conservative in Norway and say, hey, you have to sign your own health insurance. You couldn't even do that in Britain. And believe me, Britain, when it has House of Lords, yes, House of Lords still to this day, is more conservative than anybody place in Europe. Not even in Germany with Angela Merkel, who now is the biggest party in Germany. Even those conservatives there don't want it to healthcare to just want to be a privilege. And people can talk about, we do this because we had a, because, now, sorry I broke it up, but they say it because we are too far to the left, and this and that, and we had a class war and so, but this is logic. It's logic that the people should be, have a good health. It's logic that they don't have to go in pain and die. That is something everything I f- agree about. But somewhere in the world, I can see in the United States that not that is a debate. Science and logic have become like an b- absurd thing for left versus right, class war, all that kind of under b- bullshit you pull out of your asshole. Something should just be there because it's logic. Science don't take sides, it's a science. And logic don't take sides, sometimes it's just logic. You can say that people from the right who want people to buy on the free market also do that because they want people have the best healthcare ever. But when you see the results, and the results have come back, it doesn't work. When you see the results in the rest of the society, it works. Logic, and American people just has to start to stick to logic, not bullshit and imaginary market. who don't sell anything. Oh, just only for the one first percent. Thank you very much. This was Tron Tells the Truth.
1: So that was uh, Tron telling the truth about healthcare. We have an email address. It's another digital system at gmail.com. Another d- digital citizen gmail.com or as luke says it
0: another digital citizen at gmail.com
1: huh
0: and we got nothing this week but that's fine
1: Mm-hmm.
0: if anybody wants to email us email us there or if you want to go to our facebook page another digital citizen on facebook we won't sell you anything if you're depressed we promise <laughs>
1: The only thing we will sell you on is a good podcast. Yeah. So, this week, uh, um, on Sunday, I asked you if you heard of uh, this new drink I heard about called uh, Mountain USA. And you said no?
0: I don't know how you heard of it, to be honest with you. Right. I I heard about it because
1: uh, I listened to uh, some podcasts and things about American culture. Oh, I didn't uh, even
0: know that existed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Podcast or American culture?
0: Uh A A podcast Uh about American culture is what I was talking about. But Uh, yeah, this came out uh, on April 28th. So that would have been what? Uh... Saturday so I guess you would have told me oh April 28th was Sunday is that right yeah so -hmm. you told me the day it came out uh and I picked it up on Tuesday just uh I guess it's been a while since we did a soda review because we've done this once remember I did um Crystal Pepsi we did that on the show yeah and that was a long time ago so let's do another soda review If anybody wants to go check it out, go to... There's a Mountain Dew... uh, Go to the Mountain Dew website. You can see a picture of the bottle. But it's a purple color. Um,
1: Yeah, it looks like uh, the slime from Ghostbusters.
0: It's, uh... Yeah, that's a little more pinkish. Yeah. This is, like... It's a little weird, because, like, when I hold it up in the sunlight, uh, it looks a little lighter. But when I, uh... When it's kind of in the dark, it looks much darker. But what? it's an interesting color. It's not not any soda color I've ever seen. But it says three flavors collide: code red, whiteout, and and voltage. And this is called SA. <laughs> so I'm expecting it to taste like America, bald freedom, America, yeah. bald eagles, freedom, and gunpowder. I'm expecting mm-hmm. all those flavors in here. Uh, let's try it out. Okay, I opened it up. I got a 20 ounce bottle. How does it smell? It smells like fruit punch.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it, and it actually kind of looks like, you know, snapple color, maybe? A fruit fruit punch snapple? But. Hmm. Right. I'm, I'm hearing okay. Luke tasting Ooh, that. That is, that is sweet. Yeah. Uh, wow, it's sweet. Um, it tastes like fruit punch. It really just kind of tastes like fruit punch, like carbonated fruit punch. Uh Um, it's good. Really? But. How is the aftertaste?
1: Would you, uh, Uh, would you say? I mean, it it
0: tastes like fruit punch. It doesn't really have a, the aftertaste is fruit punch. I like the carbonation. It's got like the right amount of carbonation. It's not overly carbonated. Um, uh, I've only ever had code red. I've never had the other two, but I wouldn't say it tastes like Code Red. Really, it kind of does in a way. Hmm. I don't know. I, I'll give it a thumbs up. It's a little too sweet for me, maybe.
2: I'm, I usually
0: I buy it again. I'll I'm gonna go ahead and give this like a seven and a half. Seven and good. a half. Wow. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. if I if it was on tap somewhere, like a Taco Bell or something. Right. I would order it up, yeah.
1: Does it make you want to try the other two Mountain Dews that it's made of? Um,
0: no, not really. Because I would My be only little... problem with this is it's really sweet. It's like yeah. super extra mega sweet because of all the different flavors happening. Hmm. I would
2: be a I little like
1: curious it, uh, what they made it out of. I think I would get to two others that I haven't tried just to see if it has mainly more white in it or mainly more red in in, in it. You understand what I mean?
0: Right. I definitely, like, it's got the Code Red, um, the same amount of carbonation. Right. I can definitely tell that. So that's definitely in there. And I'm um, a huge
1: fan of Code Red, by the way. I, I really I... love Code. Cold red.
0: It's a little. That one's a little too sweet for me as well. I like Hot. sodas that are a little more tangy and a little, yeah. little less sweet. So
1: yeah, I can understand that. Hey, uh, before we go into Eurovision, uh, we have some Eurovision news that I, I found this week. Uh, it was kind of funny because uh, I found this on metro.co.uk Uh, and uh, it's about the Icelandic uh, Eurovision delegation. We have listened to their song Swalla with paper. We were a big fan of them. But uh, it's kind of funny. When they uh, touched down in Kiev uh, for the rehearsals of Eurovision, 52 of their suitcases didn't make it to the Ukrainian... Capital. <laughs> forty-two suitcases.
0: I right, mean, forty-two. Yeah, I said fifty-two. Sorry. Right.
1: Who needs forty-two suitcases?
0: Well, I don't know how big they're. I mean, this wasn't just one person; it was a whole bunch of people. So wow. you got to consider that. I don't know how many people it takes to set it up. Uh, you know, set everything up, and what I have no idea uh that seems like a lot though yes it doesn't seem like you'd need that many people but i don't know maybe they're bringing all their backup dancers and everything else who knows who knows what this is all about but that is a lot i think nonetheless that's a lot of suitcases to lose not a great for whatever (laughs) airline this is Uh airlines are not getting a lot of good press uh these days anyway. so but it, it's kind of it's it's
1: it's funny. I mean, uh, it's it's. Uh, uh, I've uh, watched some of the rehearsals. It's uh, going pretty good. It's getting better than I I, I was fearing. Uh, I talked. Well, about it
0: the... wouldn't. It didn't show up in the songs this week. I'll say that much.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's uh, start with uh, the most normal one. Uh, Brandon Murray uh, trying to. Dying to try. Sorry. Brandon Murray from Ireland. Dying to try. Uh, This was a boring uh,
0: ballad. How old is this guy? (laughs) He looks like he's.
1: He looks like he's 15.
0: Right, maybe 15, yeah. He's like the rosy cheeked, like. Uh, he's like original Justin Bieber kind of looking kid. Uh, right. this this song was very bland. and very <laughs> um pop so music from the vision. early two thousands. Yeah, it, so it, it, it did not feel current though. It felt oh. very very old style. Um, I totally agree with you. It 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 feels
1: dated, and it also feels so incredibly boring because. Uh, like we said before, this is the year of of ballads, and this ballad is
0: bringing nothing to the table because it's just so bland. Yes. And the music video didn't help because oh, it's no. just him walking, <laughs> and then there's some other story going on that doesn't have anything to do with him. Right. He's like just walking down a road, and then right. there's a story between these two, which yeah, the music video was also bad, so that went yeah. against it as well. But um, yeah, I think I'm. This one's gonna get like a one, maybe like yeah. even less than a one. Yeah, what do you think?
1: No, I totally agree with you. This is some boring mess. This is a pee break for me. They're in their Eurovision.
2: This is oh, sure. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, it's so it's so flat and it's so nothing. I'm giving it a a, a one as well. But uh, yeah. hey, the next one. We have more fun with, that's for sure. <laughs> it's... Uh, oh my gosh. It's Jack Hodak with my friend from Croatia. And um, if people haven't seen this video... <laughs> uh, <clears throat> let me preface this with saying there's only one person singing in this video. Right. And, and yeah. that is Jack. So when I said that, can you explain
0: to the listeners what the fuck was this song? I, he, I have no idea. He, he's singing like pop, uh, like a pop song, and then all of a sudden it turns into like an opera <laughs> thing happening, and then all of a sudden it's kind of like on a hip hop beat for no reason, <sighs> and it's all over the place. This song is all it's trying to be way too many <laughs> things at once. It's so and it. It's so funny. I love so, this. I don't know what to think about this song. I have no like. <laughs> it's bad. I know it's bad. Right. Uh, but that's really what it comes down to is they just tried to do too many things at once, and they. I mean, okay. For originality. Yeah. I give it ten out of ten for originality. <laughs> Being original doesn't always mean that it's gonna be good. <laughs>
1: I will give it that. It's it's nothing like I've seen
0: on Eurovision before. And I'm not It's saying, nothing like I've seen anywhere before. but I'm not saying that's a good thing at all. It's like dueling banjos with himself singing. It's like Yes. It's very strange. <laughs> it's exactly like that.
1: It's like <laughs> And and the video makes it looks like he has uh, a twin brother, doesn't
0: it? With glasses. Uh, I didn't really get that, no. But uh, I suppose you could con- construe it that way. Because he does go from glasses to no glasses at one yeah. point. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, he, he wears glasses when he thinks one style. And <laughs> not glasses when he wears the other. <laughs> this is so bad. It's It's... It's maybe the only thing that I am going to give a zero to.
0: <laughs> I will give this a yeah, I'll give it a half a point. I'll give him a half a point for really? originality. For really? for the it being, you know, uh oh. it's different than anything else. And I'm not just talking <laughs> about within the Eurovision parameters. It's different than anything else I've ever oh. heard ever.
1: It's so
0: and again, that's not good, necessarily. <laughs>
1: it's so bad. So uh, the first semi-final.: Can you
0: kind of understand what they were going for, though? No. Like you can understand like, okay, they have this guy. He can sing opera, and wow. he has also he's also got like a pop singer type voice. So they're like, oh, that'll be cool. <laughs> Mix those two things together. No, nope. no, 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 thank you.
1: <laughs> Just no. <laughs> it's horrible. It's, it's it's just like I I saw this with my dad uh, and he writes to me. This is this is like the worst nightmare I ever had in one video. <laughs> and I don't totally agree. It's like it's like his uh, it's his split personality and, and his song. Oh, you have to watch this, listeners. You have to
0: watch. Yeah. this. it is so. I would even recommend, like, not watching, like, listening to the video first without watching the watching it, and then watch the video. And it, I didn't do that, but you're going to be blown away, because it's like, what? What is going on here?
1: <laughs> uh, so the first semifinal is on Tuesday. So you're giving it half a star, I'm giving it uh, zero points. But, uh, that means that you could, uh, pick two new and
0: final songs. Uh, I guess, yeah. Uh, well, if we're doing semifinals next week, right? The semifinals are next week. Should we just talk yes. about the semifinals instead of doing songs? Sure. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Um, so I guess TV round. TV! Uh, oh. Before we go in, i am gonna do something. Let's talk about one thing that I saw this week that I thought was interesting, and then we'll go into your TV, and then I'll do my TV. But uh, have you heard of this thing called Peak TV? No, Fro. Okay. Um. Apparently, I was I was kind of I was listening to a podcast, and they were and then I was listening and then I watched this U- YouTube video, and they're talking about Peak TV. So I was kind of like, what the heck is Peak TV? Um. So I went ahead and I looked it up, obviously. I'll give you a little definition. It says, uh, It results, it resulted from advances in technology of media distribution as well as a large increase in the number of hours of available television, which prompted a major wave of content creation. Its name refers to the original golden age of tele- television, which occurred in the 1950s. Uh, so what they're saying by peak TV is like, Right now, as far as the quality and amount and how uh, how good, uh, you know, how um, the amount of quality television available out there is the highest it's ever been ever right now. Would you agree with that, Fro? Yes. And they're saying uh, this kind of talks about peak as in it's only downhill from here because we've reached the summit, you know what I mean, the peak, and then you go downhill from there. So... I I was thinking about it and like, uh, I think Westworld, kind of maybe in the future we're gonna look back at it and that's gonna be the, I think it to me at least that was the peak of this what they're calling the new golden age of television. What do you think about this whole idea, Fro? Uh,
1: I don't agree with it, and I I will tell you why. Uh, I think. We are in the golden age. I I totally agree with that. Actually, I well they am... call
0: it the second golden age because obviously the 1950s refers to the original golden age of television. But right. it's interesting. They call this like the the new or the second. Um, some people I guess call it the third golden age, uh, being used when a period in the early 1980s may be considered the second golden age. You know, like when we had. Well, all the sitcoms that came out in the early 80s and things like that. So
1: right, it's so funny that you're talking about this now because I'm I'm listening to a book called The Platinum Age of Television right now by David Beyond uh, Biancoli, uh yeah. that talks about television, uh, what a television uh, kind of age we are in now. And he talks about Sopranos and The Wire and Home and, and Girls and, and, and look about at the area right. we are in right now. Really good book. You should get that on audibletrial.com slash another digital citizen. And I'm not kidding. Yeah, it's yeah really go get it for good. free. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, got, I just got the Hillary Clinton book, and I'm going to start, start on it this week. But mm. some of the shows you mentioned, the ones that they – Considered the basis of this so-called golden age of television: Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, 24, Mad Men, yeah, uh, the Sopranos, The Shield, Lost mm-hmm. is on there. um But uh, and he, he, pe- here's uh, the
1: thing: I don't think it's the peak because I think, uh, and that goes also kind of into uh, what he talks about in the platinum age of television that uh, uh things uh, he looks at it from uh, from I love Lucy almost age uh, the golden age she talks about there and he yeah, says that, that would be the
0: fir- okay this you're don't confuse them there's the first golden age which right. was the 1950s and then they're saying this is either the second or third uh, golden age and they're saying within this golden age right now may be the peak of this golden age. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, but I don't. Uh, I think don't the agree. other thing that they're, they they cite agree. is the idea that uh, the idea of recently what the last ten years or so uh, Netflix streaming, Amazon streaming, Hulu these things also add to this this golden age of television because it's something new and the, 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 there's more content available. So,
1: no, I don't think it's it's the peak age. I think it's the platinum age. I think I agree with. Uh, With with the book I'm listening to now more
0: than... it's not the peak age. The idea... Okay, here. The idea of the peak uh, is uh, peak television, where the amount of television series being aired could be overwhelming to the viewer to choose from, Uh uh, especially critics uh, obligated to review as many shows as possible. Saying, like, there's a point where there's just so much stuff people are just going to stop watching certain things because... There's just too much content available. Oh, and when that happens, that when that happens, uh, advertising dollars for those kind of shows are going to go down. And uh, uh, just naturally, then there's going to start to be less t- uh, TV shows available because right. advertisers are not giving the money to those people. So Here's uh, the thing about I that. guess a good example of why I would consider <laughs> this the peak is just look at Outsiders right. getting canceled. So...
1: I don't agree with you. I think, uh, I think one of the reasons why I don't agree is because I, I think I look at it on, on another more positive note. I think... I, think, uh, what I don't will... think it's
0: negative. I, it's just the way of uh, technology and the way of commerce. Like, it's going to happen. Uh, how, how long the peak lasts, that's a whole other thing. But we've gotten to the top, I think, within this golden age. Uh, I don't think I so. would say
1: I don't think so I don't think so because I think because uh, I, I think you are wrong in the way that Consumers will will always wish for something better. Let's let's uh, Look at one. Really yeah, big... but not for more content. Can I speak That's
0: the thing. please? do Yes, but I, I'm making sure you understand before yes. you I will yeah. give you one example. One of my best examples
1: uh, I think I I have is uh, that uh, the renewal of uh, uh, the Big Bang Theory. I mean, you and me, we both agree that the Big Bang Theory is a really shitty, shitty show and shouldn't be on the air. There's a lot of of advertising money that goes into that uh, show. It's kind of our, our times version you know, of friends more, more or less when it comes to advertising and, and what's popular or not. But in the same age that we have things like uh, uh, the Big Bang Theory we also have advertisers that are using money and a lot of money that as well on things like Westworld. So I think there's room for shit being advertised and most popular, and things like Westworld being also getting the money that we that is needed for for uh, producing something good. So nobody I think,
0: advertises I think, on Westworld. Fro, f- it's on HBO. They don't have any. Commercials.
1: I I understand that, but they have a revenue. Well, that they destroys your revenue concept from, from from people that that are advertising to their. Uh, they, are, they get
0: revenue from subscribers you. to HBO, right. bro.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's what I'm calling advertisers. Like well, that's we not the same thing. we are we are the advertisers. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that we are the advertisers of the new world, of the new no, new TV world. I think, I think things like Netflix and uh, and Hulu and uh, and everything else like HBO will survive because uh and we'll get get us better and better content because people are getting to understand that that is the way to go instead of get, getting to NBC where or, uh, or ABC or whatever I think I think the ages sure, but... come to where we we have uh content on streaming platforms that will be better than what's out there in normal but life
0: it within the With it, that's true, but within the ad ad, within cable and advertising uh, markets of television, those are going to go down. But, but
1: but, that's so that that, does that's not that's not a huge problem because if if you look on on a show like for example The Outsiders, that show would survive on Netflix. That's uh, that right, would survive on HBO. It's not their it's it's their fault that they. I think of- you're
0: getting away from the idea of peak the peak television here because you're you're just uh, you're making my point for me in a way, because you're saying that uh, people are gonna stop uh, those advertisers are, are gonna stop giving those TV shows like The Wire and uh 24 and those kind of breaking well when breaking bad was on i guess better call Saul now those shows are going to get less revenue and in, in turn some of those shows are going to start disappearing when they're not making mo- the money like the reason outsiders went off the air is because it was they were spending too much money on it for the amount of advertising revenue they were getting so in turn that means that less shows are going to be made on those channels meaning that less content will be available meaning What the golden age would be on the downslope. That's the whole idea here. But I'm I'm
1: I'm not sure if less content is is a bad thing. That's no, but this is
0: the definition of the golden age of television. Is that uh, a a major wave of content creation resulted from the advances in technology and distribution of media? Right. So I think what you're 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 trying to defend it because you're saying oh there's so much good television right now now I don't agree with it and I'm saying yes that's the whole point there is so much good television right now it's like the WWE they keep putting out this content so they're like let's give them a two day long WrestleMania they're driving away consumers by putting out so much content they can't um, they don't want to consume it all and they get overwhelmed and they just give up you know what I mean. You, would you agree? WWE is definitely doing that right now. Oh, definitely. And that's kind of the idea here is that mm-hmm. we, over the whole te- television spectrum, that's going to happen eventually because of uh, just naturally. And there, this whole idea is that it's happened one or two times already before. So.
1: But, uh, I don't, I don't think it will kill. Uh, here, here, here's my thing. I, I no, don't. It's think not it...
0: going to kill off TV. That's not what I'm saying. It's not going to. It's just that. Right now we have so much of it and that it's inevitable that it's going gonna, it's gonna to go back down. And then right. we're going to go back down to normal levels of television. That's just the natural order of things.
1: Yeah, but I, 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 think, I think we'll see a flourish in more streaming services. And then we'll sure. also see a, a more flourish of more content because I think the future is not with cable I think cable cab- I, I'm
0: surprised that I think we've already seen that fro oh, I don't yeah, I definitely. don't think yeah I think that's already happened so I think what you're saying is uh, it's in the past even oh, like, yeah you know what I mean so I'm, yeah.
1: I'm freaking surprised that uh, that uh, people are watching cable today like I, 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 I have I have no patience. For, for cable TV
0: anymore Right That's why Well I people know. They're You know They're uh, Creatures of habit And they've had it Their whole life And it's just what they know So they go right. with it But Alright let's move into your what, what you watched on TV That was a long discussion
1: Yeah but I, I think It's an interesting discussion Because I, I think I think we I I think we are Kind of Uh, Agreeing, but we're we're looking at it at at a different way. It sounded like for you, it sounded more negative. But I I understand that you are. No, I'm not being negative. I'm
0: pointing out the facts of the of the matter. Is like this is what's happening, and it's not just me. Obviously, there's like you said, books about it, and there's uh whole things of other people uh saying the same thing. That's why it's kind of come up in the last few weeks that I've all of a sudden heard a whole lot about this idea of peak TV so
1: but maybe, yeah, it's being maybe discussed the peak it's also a good thing in a way because it will also will make consumers more uh, uh, focused on what's good and what's not I,
0: I mean as somebody who watches TV I feel like there is too much content for me oh, definitely. some weeks where I'm like I feel overwhelmed oh, definitely. by the amount of TV shows that are, I like them oh, yeah. but it's just too much you know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah.
1: I, to- I totally have the same problem as you there's shows that I don't watch anymore because I have too much to, 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 to see. Uh, one of the right. biggest, uh, a good example, and this is kind of an intro to what I watched this week. I watched uh, the first season of The High Court. Have you heard about this? Doug no. Benson's uh, uh, comedy show. Sure, uh, I
0: know Doug Benson. I, I've, I have not heard of the show, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, he... Um, it's kind of Judge Judy with uh, people getting high instead of a uh, Judge Judy. So it's sure. Doug Benson okay. and and and, uh, and a bailiff, uh, and they get people with real problems uh, onto the show. Uh, and it's short episodes. It's it's not that uh, it's uh, it's not long episodes at all. Uh, Twenty episodes uh, is in the first season i i really liked it. It's called the High Court with doug Benson uh right on. and uh and uh i didn't have time to to watch it because it it was kind of it's kind of it's a stupid show because i mean it's doug Benson getting high on t v and 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 hearing court cases. It's a it's a, has eleven minutes running time, eleven minutes. Look.
0: Oh, that sounds more like a YouTube video than a TV yeah. show. But all right.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> so I didn't have time for it. So I sat down, watched the whole season this uh, this week.
0: Maybe uh, it's on like uh, Adult Swim. Who knows?
1: I, I don't know where it is. What else? What have you watched? Well, let's do one on one, back and forth.
0: Oh, uh. Let's see. Uh, oh, um, I've been watching Twin Peaks to try to get caught up because uh, I've never seen it before uh, because the, they're coming out with a new season of this show, and I'd never really seen it in the past. Uh, the 1st I've watched the first season, and it was pretty good. Uh, is very uh, weird <laughs> in there? parts, and I like that. Uh, but the second season is kind of like, uh, so far, I think I'm like five episodes in. I'm not... I'm not feeling it as much as I did the first season, but we'll see where it goes from here. Uh, all right, go ahead. Uh, I also
1: uh, watched this week uh, The Mick. Uh, I heard you guys talk about it. I never watched it before. It's the girl from um, uh, Always, Sunny. Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She plays the same freaking character in this show, though. I was like... Is this the same person just playing in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? It's a fun show, though. But uh, it's it's not as good as It's Always Sunny. But it's, it's okay.
0: Uh, actually, the season finale was yesterday. I had that down. I watched the season finale of that. How many episodes have you seen?
1: Of the make? Yeah. Uh, I, I watched the whole thing.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. The most recent episode was yesterday, um, and they kind of, I watched the, the whole day. idea was that the, the two parents get, uh, they have to run off because they're under uh, investigation uh, for money laundering or something, and so the she has to take care of the kids, and yeah, the, they kind of try to wrap it up a little bit, and then they uh, set up for a second season, so... It's I wouldn't a, be surprised if they have a second season of this.
1: It's and it's an okay entertaining show. I I, I mean, like it.
0: I like the the little kid's character is very interesting, yes. especially the episode where he uh they try to get him in. they can't get him into any uh boarding school or any uh elementary schools, sorry. And uh, but uh, there's one private girls school yes. that they try to get him into. That's a very <laughs> funny episode.
1: I like that episode. There's there's funny things in it. I will say that what else have you watched
0: uh oh the what did you see the 100 this week i didn't oh okay uh is this one show a show that maybe has fallen off for you because uh, there's too much content
1: yes this is one of those shows that i'm waiting to end so i can binge watch it
0: right i'm uh the walking dead is one of those shows for me right now but uh in the 100, oh, I guess I don't want to ruin anything for you, but remember I had this theory in the past that I told you about, uh, about yes. the, the tower? Yes. I was right. Let's just say I was right. Okay. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I also watched uh, Taskmaster uh, because of Tilly. Tilly recommended Taskmaster, so I saw the first three seasons of Taskmaster and the first episode of the uh, fourth season. It's really, really bad. Uh, I don't think you will like it. I loved it. Oh, okay. You? Uh, What? you have more?
0: Uh, Oh, no. That was it for me. Any more for you? Yes, sadly. Uh,
1: Because today I didn't do anything other than sitting in a queue waiting to get uh, my uh, leg checked. I also, (laughs) I saw, I saw, I saw, uh, the, the first, uh, season of, sorry, Dimension 404. Have you heard about this?
0: No, it sounds like something from the 80s.
1: (laughs) I mean, uh. It's uh, it's uh, it's not far away. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting because uh, this was under the radar for me. I I got this uh, uh, recommended because I uh, it's on Hulu and it's a science fiction anthology series, and okay. it uh, explores the wonders and terrors of our digital age. From oh. Right. Outrageous horror comedy to mind bending action adventure, and I think you will freaking love it. All
0: right, yeah, I'll it, write that down.
1: It's six episodes. All
0: right,
1: cool. So not that much, but uh, yeah. Are uh, they an hour each? Uh, I don't remember how how.
0: Probably, if it's six episodes, I imagine they're an hour each. But, yeah, I ahead.
1: don't, I, I don't remember, but it's it's on Hula. so that's what I watched this week.
0: Yeah. Alright, let's move on to our main topic. This is probably going to be pretty quick, because I don't know really what we're going to talk about here, but uh, we will oh. watched Valkyrian.
1: I'm going to ask you a lot of questions, so. Okay. For example, what did you get out of this that you didn't get from the first well,
2: Uh,
0: I'd have to go through it piece by piece, kind of, of what I missed, yeah. but that's what I'm, uh, I'm asking. Well, I don't. Ha- I don't really have that written down. I was just gonna talk about, uh, whatever. I guess the certain part that I can remember right now, um, the funeral scene. I didn't, obviously, didn't get that the wife wasn't in the casket. Right. That because they don't ever open it up and show it empty. So I wouldn't have known that because uh, they say it in Norwegian. Right. And then that made the whole thing between him and his stepdaughter <laughs> yeah. which i only i kind of i kind of knew it was step it was a stepdaughter uh i kind of inferred that you know right, what i mean right. but that whole part right at the end where they end up hugging it was a lot more moving obviously the second time so that's one example i could give right off off the top of my head
1: did you think this show got better now that you got subtitles
0: Oh, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, um, I'll, I'm, I may go out and try to find the rest of them. We'll see what happens. Uh, I have so much, like, this is like, I just have so much TV to watch. I don't know where I'm going to fit this in, but it, it I really like where it's going. Um, uh, and the whole underground bunker things, that's another thing I kind of missed is that I didn't realize this guy was a doomsday prepper type guy. Right. Uh I mean, I knew it when you ended up telling me, but I didn't know it the first time I watched it. Uh, you told me when we did it on the show, right. but I didn't realize that he was selling these bunkers. Obviously, he's letting that guy use the bunker, and uh, I guess another interesting thing is the whole he 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 told everybody that his wife left on a boat, and so yeah, that that whole thing's interesting. I don't. The, the really the part that gets me, it's a combination of a few different stories. Cause then you have the guy who got shot in the robbery. So all those things are really interesting. Uh, but the, the whole idea of this guy believing that the world's going to end and that's why they stole the money. That's probably the most interesting part to me.
1: Uh, what if, if you had to like compare this to any American show that you watched before, what would it be?
0: Huh. It's a good question. Um,
1: that's why I'm here. Uh,
0: <laughs> do you do you have any examples while I think about it for a second? No, no,
1: no. I I I have no clue. I I think I. It's kind of lost in a way because.
0: Uh, uh, I don't get that at all.
1: No, I'm talking uh, where the second season, especially uh, the storyline about. Uh, uh, what's the guy in his name that's ca- kept in the bunker Unlost. That was uh, uh, on uh, on that big... Uh, sure, yeah, whatever. I don't... ...his name. That storyline, it kind of reminds me
0: of. I don't get that at all, but I've only seen one episode, I suppose. You're probably inferring from other episodes you've seen, but as far as this episode goes, maybe... Kind of uh, reminds me of Breaking Bad a little bit as far as like the cinematic style of it. Okay. It's very dark. Like it's very dark. Uh, there's only like a couple scenes that are during the day, and most of the scenes that are during the day are flashbacks to before. You know what I mean? So. But... Um. Yeah. It's a it's a very dark show. Uh. And it's very conspiracy theory show mixed with bank robbery show it's got it's got a lot of different elements and uh that's I guess I kind of that's why I compare it to like Breaking Bad a little bit
1: what uh, who would you recommend this show to Uh,
0: I mean anybody I guess probably mostly I mean the age demographic is definitely gonna be like 15 year old to 30 year old male you know what I mean they're gonna skew more to this more than, like, a female audience, uh, probably, depending, I guess, on what you enjoy. But, um, yeah, that would be kind of my answer. But I think anybody would enjoy it, as far as I can tell from this one episode. Right. It's a little hard for me to say after only seeing one episode. You sure, know, so. sure, sure,
1: sure. Uh, you scored it uh, um, when we were uh, watching it the first time. I don't remember what score you gave. I think you gave it seven out of ten or something like that—six, seven out of ten. What would you score this episode now that you've seen it with subtitles?
0: Uh, sure. Uh, p- probably a nine. I, I think I would go up a couple notches because really, it's definitely much more intricate than I thought it was. Right. Um, I think, and then the ending was much more powerful because like I said, I didn't realize that she, the casket was empty right. and that everybody thought she was gone on, on this boat. So that made the ending, uh, a whole different ending. You know right. what I mean? When right. you finally see her. So yeah, that, uh, the one thing I really want to go to the next episode to find out about is why, why the one, the conspiracy theory guy, why he sent these people out to steal this money in the first place. Like, what was their plan with this money but uh, you don't get that in the first episode obviously Of
1: course not <laughs> you, 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 you you get why under why I, I think I think I think yeah, you will make time to watch it if you if you uh, when you don't have anything else on your plate like right now it's such chaos of many shows especially right. uh, when you're you're me and me you and me because we, we we love quality TV and there's just so much going on right
0: now. oh right. I forgot we don't have a whole lot of we there isn't a whole lot of new stuff coming up but uh, there will be in a couple of months there's gonna be a whole you know wave of new shows coming so that's gonna take over but yeah
1: right but I I, I now I remember that I also saw the first episode of uh, American Gods, of course, because that I have been waiting for for ages. Right, I've right. Yeah, thinking... I
0: remember you, that was wasn't that on your list? Yeah, shows you were looking forward to. Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: I love the book, and uh, and uh, the hands, Handmaidens Tale is still being good. This is different. This is really, really different. I think you would freaking love this show. Uh, it's it's about it's about gods, and and their kind of uh, standing in our society, uh, in a in a different way. I, I think you would freaking love this show. Uh, but uh, uh, the first
0: too bad there's so much content. I'll never get around to watching it. But
1: yeah, <laughs> someday over the rainbow.
0: Right. So when it's on Netflix and it's like five years in the future, I'll watch it.
1: Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, but let's go back to the show that you rewatched. I, I think, I think I, because I, I watched it as well this week, uh, without, uh, subtitles because I don't really need it. Uh, <laughs> funny enough. Uh, but, uh, uh, do you think you got a better grasp of, uh, the actors? uh with subtitles like when they were emoting that's that's kind of my 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 interest in this because you don't understand Norwegian and when they emote uh feelings and emotions it's hard for you to understand why they are
0: it's much yeah I, I mean as far as uh I mean that obviously is gonna be the case i mean but... uh the one scene where he steals the lady's Card, but she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't realize it. But that whole I, scene before that, yeah, I didn't realize that how close these two were actually uh, until yeah. seeing the subtitles. So right. yeah, it definitely adds a whole lot.
1: Yeah, so that was a fast recap of that. Uh, fun, fun, fun times. Uh, what do you, you want?
0: Yeah, know? I'll definitely. I would recommend it to most people. Like I said, uh, any male, fifteen to. 35 is going to enjoy it, or anybody that's into like Breaking Bad or kind of like those kind of shows. Uh, it's a little dark. There's a lot of blood, and there's one scene where mm-hmm. you see like an actual. They're cutting with the scalpel. That's it's going to make people a little queasy if you're got a queasy stomach. But it's a yeah, it's a good show.
1: Let's talk about something grimish and squeamishy. I watched last night because I was at the cinema. Uh, I told you about this when we were watching the pay-per-view together. Uh, I was going to see Raw. has nothing to do with wrestling. It's spelled exactly right. the same way. Uh, it's a French-Belgian horror thriller movie. And when I came home, I called my father and I said, promise me you never ever watch this pile of garbage. <laughs> it has... I
0: haven't heard of it, so...
1: It has gotten so good reviews. It got like fives and sixes all over the board. Right,
0: but, out of six, we should mention the most pe- people don't realize. Right, that that's yeah. how you score over there. It's not out but, of ten. No,
1: we we score it uh, uh, on a dice. Uh, but uh, no, it's it's so freaking bad. I I I turned to my worst half. And I said to her, I I looked at her, and she was she was looking at me, and she was going like up with her eyes. She was like kind of oh, what the fuck was that? Right.
2: <laughs>
1: but I got the some. I I I got the feeling that people that uh, loved uh, Logan are the same people that will love this movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I'm saying that because I, it was over-the-top uh, gruesome just to be gruesome. Like That's right. what I said about Logan as well, that that was... Kinda, I remember that.
0: Just for the shock value. Yes. Right.
1: And this was exactly the same. I felt this exactly the same when when I... Uh, I think Logan was a better movie. Uh, I, I have to say that, but... but I felt like this was made because people want to, like, uh, shock you. It was kind of watching uh, 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 some stunt people. Jackass, but the extreme version. So it was making you queasy and dizzy because it could be making you queasy and dizzy. And, and the movie that's trying to shock you like, it not that really shocking? That's the problem. Like, if, if, if I'm trying to be controversial, the worst thing you can do is say some controversial things because people will understand the irony behind it and, and try, uh, will understand that you're trying to shock them. Like, if I'm, I am I said to you, I am a Nazi temperature, uh, of course you, would, you wouldn't you would fucking believe it. You would t- t- say that, oh, eh, well, you're just trying to provoke people. And that's what it felt like. It felt like an empty shell of provoking and shit smeared over the screen.
0: All right, it was bad. Anything <laughs> else you saw this
1: <laughs> Yes, it was really bad. I also watched the documentary casting... Uh, um, oh, shit, I forgot about that. Uh, Uh, Netflix documentary about the girl uh, that everybody's talking about at the moment. Uh, uh, Oh! The missing girl that was probably killed by her parents, but people don't say that out loud. (sighs) Got me, (laughs) Fro. Sorry.
0: Anything else you saw this week, I guess?
1: (laughs) No. You talk about your movie, and I will find mine.
0: Uh, one thing I saw this week, did you see they're making a Vince McMahon yes. movie?
1: Yes, me and Bill talk, talked about it on that wrestling show
2: last week.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, made by WWE Films, this is gonna be obviously very biased one way, and they're making a movie about a guy who's still alive, and he's the one that's gonna be, f- f- you know, footing the bill for said movie. So, it's like a weird little thing uh little it's obviously going to be very weird uh i i think what do you think you think it's going to be good or you think it's going to be
1: no it's going a big... to be shit
0: yeah i think so too apparently i was listening to the melts and he was saying that they've been shopping around this idea of a Vince McMahon movie to hollywood for years what? and there was already a script for it out there but the script was like uh and the script was everybody in hollywood was super into it they really wanted to make it but none of them wanted to deal with uh, getting Vince on board. So finally, they said, "Okay, we'll write a different script and have Vince okay everything, so we don't get sued." So yeah, this should be, it, this should be weird.
1: I uh, the it, the documentary was called "Casting John Bennett," about John John Bennett, Yeah, John Bennett Ramsey. Right. It's. And it's the worst documentary I've seen this year. It's uh, it's a Netflix documentary, so you can get it for free. It's one minute and twenty minutes, one hour and twenty minutes. And it, I I have to watch everything that has to do with documentaries. But this was such a weird documentary. I I like true crime stories. I like true uh, crime documentaries, but. Uh, it, it's it's filmed in a way that's provoking and it's also filmed in a way that's trying to get a really broad stroke of points getting through and and it's one of the worst yeah one of the worst documentaries I've seen in my all, all, whole life but uh, you asked me if I see some other. Uh, movies can i talk about three movies i actually watched with my father not long time ago
0: uh that's why we're here
1: because i i i wanted my dad to see three movies he never seen before so first we saw uh the usual suspects uh he never seen the usual suspects before he really liked it
0: uh all right do you, do you like that movie by the way it's one of my favorite movies. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'd say it's like in my top five favorite movies. Yeah. I know. I like. It gets uh, parodied a lot in other, like in comedy, in comedy form, especially right. like the ending then... bit. Um, but they say you know parody is or uh, is a serious form of flattery or whatever. So right. yeah.
1: And uh, and I'm going to give you the three movies and see if you see kind of a red line between these three three movies because there is uh, then we saw uh, the Dement- uh, demento uh, no uh, not demento sorry <laughs> uh, uh, oh it's called uh, uh, okay anyways we, we saw Fight club my dad okay. had never seen Fight Club before my dad have never huh. seen had Five he read Club? the book
0: or he, he just never seen the movie he never or it, neither
1: neither i was oh, like okay. what <laughs> why why haven't you, why haven't you seen uh, uh, it was such a surprise for me i was like why, why 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 haven't my dad seen one of it's such a classic movie I think it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's one of my favorite uh, movies also, uh, and then we see so Memento, sorry, about the guy with memory loss. So, do you see the red line between those three movies?
0: Uh, no. What is it?
1: So Fight Club, Memento, and The Usual Suspects is all about people. Not uh, being who they look like. Um, in Memento, oh, sure. he, he's yeah, the killer. Right. In Fight Club, he's both of them. And in right, the I get us- it now, yeah. Yeah, in The Usual Suspects, is is uh, a cripple. So, all had to do with being someone that you're not.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh did you mean to do that or it just ended up that way? No, it ended
1: up like that. Because uh, my uh, the first movie we saw was The Usual Suspects and and then it come down on the recommendation line and I was like, "Dad, have you seen uh I asked him first if he, he has seen uh, Memento, then we saw Memento together and then I was then he said, "Oh, I haven't seen Fight Club either." And I was like, "Oops." Okay.
0: Fun. Speaking of memory loss, I saw uh, <laughs> Finding Dory this week. Oh. It was very good. I uh, really liked it. Um, it I would not put it on the level of the first one. No, no. I think the first one is better, but uh, it was fun. It was silly. Uh, I thought the animation was good. Um, and yeah, overall, I would say recommend. So, uh,
1: too much Segona Weaver or too little.
0: Sigourney, uh, that uh, wasn't the only part. Does her with the, on the intercom, yes, or yes, what do you mean? Yes, over there I, I I didn't think it was too much. No,
1: yeah. because I heard people. I thought
0: it me. was funny when she's when she's when you first hear it, and she goes up and she's like, "Sigourney Weaver, where are you?" Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> it's like, wait, this fish does. Uh, it's a fish. It obviously doesn't know who Sigourney Weaver is. But yeah.
1: It's kind of a uh, silly. Uh, I I heard that people uh, really complained over <laughs> that it was Gony Weaver uh, for some strange reason.
0: Uh, okay.
1: Isn't that kind of weird?
0: Yeah, that's a little weird.
1: Uh, okay, what's the title of the sh- uh, movie that we're going to talk about? Because I can't say it.
0: Slight. As you can see, there's no string at all. Ooh okay a magician obviously of some type what have I seen this girl in
1: she looks really 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 uh,
0: familiar yeah I, feel, I know I've seen her in other movies I just can't put my finger on which movies those were my dad passed
1: a while back and my mom passed last year. so this is WWE uh
0: WWE films. Yeah, we saw the du- du- WWE logo there. You have been doing good. Oh, hey. it's, uh... oh, did you see in the background on the TV there was wrestling? The yeah, like they were watching wrestling while the, in the background there. Okay, this just got very dark really quick. What the hell? It went from like magic tricks to gang violence. That's this weird. something I would oh. never up for. I never thought it get dangerous. I just wish I could move to a neighborhood. Best I, I understand
1: why I want to say the name of this uh, movie, like Slave.
0: Uh... I'm gonna kill you and every person you Yeah. Know. Well, last week we said it wrong as well. I just didn't realize what it was about, but obviously Sleight of Hand is Sleight. about magic, a magician. Yeah, he's doing some magic tricks and stuff, so. I have no idea. I mean, this looks like about 10 other movies I've seen. Be, like... Yes. Except it's got magic instead of other, other like instead of it being about like music or about dancing or something else. Yeah. Oh you know what I think I've seen this lady in? Uh, wasn't there like a Dane Cook movie that was about uh this isn't for a trick, He was working in like a restaurant. Wasn't she like the wait waitress a lot of in, in our lives that? that can trap us. <laughs> but these barriers only I don't know. He's actually magic now? I am so confused. <laughs> well, we can do whatever we want if we just believe we're able to.
1: This is a confusing trailer. A uh, really no. confusing it didn't look, trailer. I
0: would say it didn't look bad, though. Do you think it looked bad? Not
1: really, but... It, looked a little it didn't like, look
0: great, either. No.
1: It looked meh.
0: So, uh, slight... Uh, after a mother's death, a young street magician turns to dealing drugs at parties to support his little sister. She- when she is kidnapped by his supplier he uses his sleight of hand and keen intelligence to find her there is no mention of that he is actually magic and can like control objects with his mind in this description but that happened in the trailer so uh 71 on rotten tomatoes it's pretty good six out of ten on imdb
1: i want to say that i want to sing it's a kind of magic
0: oh my gosh okay uh yeah, like we said, WWE Studios, Bloomhouse Productions, Film District, and Universal Pictures. So WWE with Universal, obviously NBC Universal. WWE has all their stuff on M- NBC, but they're working together. Guess the budget of this film, Fro.
1: Since I read it, uh, it's kind of. Uh, oh, you already read that? Okay.
0: Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, a quarter of a million dollars. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That is nothing. That is like it's pennies nada. in the world of movies.
1: I read it because it's in, in one of in of in one of my reviews that I, I'm going to read. Uh, it's mentioned.
0: All right, go ahead. Give us the review. I have uh,
1: one long one and one really short one. I'm going to begin with the uh, really short one. At 250000 uh, movie budget... I understand why is so bad movie and boring question mark how do you translate that at 250,000 budget movie I understand why is so bad movie and boring question mark
0: he's just saying that he uh, he understands why it's so bad and boring because they didn't (laughs) spend much money on it
1: that's all he's saying yeah Uh, Okay, well, that was half a star. But uh, the one star review uh, I am going to read is: "Reviews let us astray." This movie was not gender bending at all. It was acting was really bad, and it was uh, t- uh, through the actors we were reading from. Uh, it was like uh, ra- actors was reading from their scripts. Though I enjoyed the main character, he was engaging. The plot was uh, poorly executed. Nothing was fully developed. It could be good. There was potential, but it felt flat. One star from Sarah Sarah E. Oh,
0: okay. It's a short film.
1: One hour and 30 minutes. It's not that long.
0: It's pretty standard for, I mean, especially when, like we said, $250,000. Not going to be super long, but... And did I, I mean, mention it looked it... well shot. That's the thing. For two hundred fifty thousand dollars, it looked like a pretty well shot film. So,
1: did I mention it got a fifty-eight audience percent score?
0: Still better than I thought it would get, to be honest. But I oh. mean, yeah, it's got. I mean, it, the ratings are not as bad as I thought it would get. But I got one from the Facebook. Um, there's a bit of a presence there. Somebody named Kendrick King. This is not Kenny King. It's Kendrick <laughs> King. <laughs> I took my 13-year-old son to see it earlier today. We both agreed it was a really good film, well-acted, relatable, and had very nice storylines. We only had one minor issue with the film, but overall, great work. Side note. he, uh, He said that there needs to be more films, talking about his son, like this in popular culture, and I totally agree. Great job, guys, and can't wait to see what you have for us next. So they liked it. Cool. Hmm? I saw a lot of positive stuff on their Facebook, so people were into it. Yep.
1: We, before we go into the next topic, uh, did you watch any wrestling this week other than the pay-per-view? Uh,
0: yeah, I watched it all.
1: Uh, was it as bad as I thought it was?
0: Uh, Yeah, it, it, there was, everything was super boring this week. It was like not even worth watching, really. I fast-forwarded a lot. Um,
1: I mean, uh, I, I gave. Uh, I think I am going to give this pay per view a, a C minus or something like that. Really? Bad oh, the pay per view.
0: I thought you meant overall, like all three shows. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or... But all, all three together was
1: shit, shit, shit.
0: Yeah, like, there's nothing going on there, really. Uh, the pay per view. Uh, I, yeah. It really wasn't all that exciting. We'll talk about it next week, obviously, but... I mean,
1: I I, I think think the most exciting thing about the pay-per-view was the It's My Demon's House match. Uh,
0: uh. Let's talk about it next week, but yeah, I thought it was terrible.
1: (laughs) It was such a bad thing. (laughs) Moving on, Uh, let's talk about the seventh episode of season five of Samurai Jack.
0: Yeah, we're getting Uh, up there now. Only three episodes left after this, so we're definitely ramping up towards the end. Uh, We can see, like, we've beat... If you were to look at it as a video game, we've beat all all the minor bosses, and we're obviously heading towards the head boss, you know, last level here.
1: And and to be completely honest, we are not 110% sure what we'll do after this. But we are thinking of maybe doing Twin Peaks? Uh, Yeah,
0: maybe. We're going to have to figure out uh, with Tilly and everything, but... If we do do Twin Peaks, we're probably not going to do a shot-by-shot, like, uh, of it. I'll probably do a little less uh, in-depth review because it's going to be longer. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, we will see. There's nothing 100% uh, on the paper, so... Right. we still
0: got like a month or so, or I guess we only have two weeks, but yeah, um, if anybody out there has anything, we're we're going to yeah. keep an eye out for something else, so we'll, well see definitely. what happens, but it might be Twin Peaks, we'll see. We will see. All right, just got uh, 1.3 million people watched this week, uh, 0.64 rating, it's like always exactly the same <laughs> every yes. week, it's very strange. They are maintaining the exact same audience, so, um... I guess that probably just... This is on Adult Swim, right? So I'm guessing that this is just how many people watch Adult Swim. Uh, so yeah, we get our opening bit. Oh, also, this was... It went, uh, three weeks ago, this was, you know, I I said number one top original telecast of that day. And it's kind of dropped off because the last couple weeks, the week on the weekend, they had the NBA playoffs. This week, it went back up to number one. Just kind of interesting. Mm. Uh... So we open up after our opening we are on this mountain and it's pretty clear this is the past because Jack doesn't have his beard. So we're ju- we're just assuming this is the past. Did you automatically assume that from Yes. So Jack climbs this mountain and he's in the search of a time portal we find out and he's being followed by these little pink mountain goats and uh, one of the goats shows Jack where the time portal is. We can tell this is obviously these goats' mountain because we see this big, giant rock with a goat face uh, carved into it. Um, and Jack jumps into the time portal, and he but just as he's going through this time portal, Aku's hand comes down, pulls him out. I thought that was very cool. Uh, obviously this kind of reminded me of something earlier, but we'll get into it. Uh, Aku pulls him out and tells Jack that this is the very last time portal that exists. And Aku destroys the time portal with like his laser beam eyes. And this is where Jack, Oh, uh, Aku turns the, uh, mountain goats into these like demon bull (laughs) bulls kind of. And, um, jack has to fight them off but he realizes after he kills them they turn back into these little cute mountain goats and so jack feels really bad about it and here's where we get a scene that we've seen before in this season where the sword falls into the pit which we saw kind of a flashback of that in the earlier earlier parts of this season um and so this is obviously where that happened and um it falls into this hole where the portal used to be uh And obviously, he can't go down there because this hole looks like it's never-ending. We find out how deep it is later, but... But we go back to present day because we see Jack has his beard again. And Jack is telling this story that we just saw happen. He's telling the story to Ashi. But they're on top of, like, a giant bird flying through the air. Uh, And we see the mountain in the distance. They're flying towards this mountain. Uh... And the bird flies them to the bottom of this hole, uh, and it obviously looks like it takes them multiple days because they have to camp out at at one point uh, while they're descending down this hole. Did you? Is that what you got from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this whole thing because they get to the bottom, and they see the skull of one of the mountain goats, and Jack is he's like, oh crap! Like he feel, you could tell he feels really bad, and we find out the sword's not there, and. Jack says, I realize now, I didn't lose the sword. The sword left me. Uh, and Jack, when they reach the top, Jack begins to meditate and Ashi's like, I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> and yeah. as uh, we see time pass, kind of, and Ashi then sees this army approaching in the distance. Um, And this part was cool. Jack is meditating and it looks like, you know, over multiple days and days. Cause we see the sun come up and the moon come up and then go down and, uh, behind him. And Jack, at this point, Jack reaches Nirvana. Is that what you got out of it from? Yes. And it's like a grass. It's like a grass covered Hills. It has, uh, you know, it looks very beautiful. Like you would expect maybe heaven or Nirvana to, to look like. Not the band from the '90s, but (laughs) Uh, Jack finds like a river, and he crosses this river on a raft that's sitting there. And in the middle of this uh, river-type ocean, uh, there's a pagoda there, and he he meets this Buddhist monk. And the Buddhist monk asks Jack if he's lost, and Jack says uh, Jack says yes, and the monk says good. And Jack kind of looks confused. He says, "Come make some tea." And they go inside. Uh, back in reality, I guess, or back in the real world, uh, on the mount, uh, the army is kind of coming up the mountain, and Ashi stops their progress uh, and talks to the leader. The leader says, "He just tells her that that they're on the way to kill the samurai," and she's like, "says I'm going to stop you." And the Did whole saw- army basically yeah. laughs at this. Yeah,
1: and I and I, I was a little like, uh, it, it was kind of a subree. It was kind of a strange moment for me. This 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 kind of uh, why they uh, I didn't really get uh, why they were laughing and not kind of taking it serious.
0: What hurt? Oh, them not taking it serious because yeah. it's just one person and they're a whole army.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I understand that, but but she she was kind of, didn't it felt like she meant it?
0: Right, but there's still, it's one person versus, like, hundreds, so, yeah. Oh, my gosh, we almost forgot to do the thing, article thing. Oh, my gosh, I'm dumb. Okay, so, uh, we'll pause right here. Um, Let me mark my spot so we remember where we're at. The army laughed at her. So I guess um, there was a article that came out in the Yale Herald, meaning Yale, the college, um, yes. university. And it came out saying, uh, slamming Samurai Jack for homophobia, sexism, and cul- cultural appropriation. Oh, okay. Can you guess where any of these things came from in the show? Let's start with homophobia. Do you think, where do you think they... What do you think the reasons for them saying that this show is homophobic? No clue. Believe it or not, it's Scaramouche. They say that he is a uh, homosexual stereotype, which his character is, bi- oh. or and his there. I think they're going off the v- the v- uh, voice that he has. <laughs> we- <laughs> which they obviously don't realize this is based off of Sammy Davis Jr., because they're oh probably not gosh. old enough to know who Sammy Davis Jr. is. But they say... they This is in quotes, so I, nobody get... Oh, something just fell outside my window. Weird. Um, they say Scaramouche is queer-coded. <laughs> I, I'm not really sure what that means, but that's what they're saying. Uh, and they say that the, uh, the reviewer goes on to... Sh- About the show's portrayal of a samurai which the author claims is rooted in Wikipedia-level understanding of historical figures. So Uh, so they're saying that Samurai Jack himself, because he's uh, white, I guess, is cultural appropriation because he's a samurai. Uh, And sexism because they say the Ashi character is uh, being portrayed as weak and she has to Uh, specifically how she's drawn because she has boobs, I guess I have no clue what this is all about but yeah, Yale Yale Herald spending time worrying about uh, racism in cartoons alright so stupid Uh, yeah, really dumb but I thought we'd go through that real quick alright, back to the review so, uh this is where the whole army laughs at her. And then they go all the way to the back of the army. And the one guy's like, what did what did he say? And the other guy goes, something about a squirrel, I think. And the guy's, oh, squirrel, I'm hungry. Is it lunchtime? Because <laughs> these are obviously kind of like monsters. And they have weird British accents. But this definitely reminded me of the scene in um, Monty Python's Life of Brian. Remember where... Jesus is up doing his thing, and, at, and the two people are at the back. What did he say? I don't know. Something about cheese? That's totally from Life of Brian, but go All back right. and watch that. Um, so Ashi ends up battling this whole army, and she basically bowls them over. She is, you know, going through whole sections of this army and killing them off one by one. And we go back to Nirvana, and Jack and the monk. Monk, uh, Jack performs a tea ceremony with, in front of the monk to make him tea, which is like a traditional tea ceremony. It looked like, and we got kind of a back and forth, uh, cutting between Ashi battling this army and Jack doing the tea ceremony. And we go back to, uh, oh, well, Jack serves the tea to the guy, obviously. And he, uh, the monk drinks it. We go back to the mountain and Ashi has defeated this whole army, and she's just covered in blood, like, from head to toe. This and she su- notices on the... Oh, go ahead. No, it's
1: such a powerful... Uh, here's the thing. Like, I, I don't think they watched Samurai Jack, because she she is a strong person in, in Samurai Jack. Especially this Right, show. she's
0: a strong female character, but they they I think when I don't know what episodes they watched, really, but I, they were saying in this article that she she's kind of being subservient to Jack, no. and that the way they portray her, no. as far as like uh, what she wears and things like that, uh, is sexist. I don't know. No. I don't agree with the article at all. I think they're no. idiots, tr- like just looking for reasons to not like it. But amen. They clearly just don't understand the concept of samurai Jack. I think, and then they don't remember, they don't know who Sammy Davis Jr. is. So, um, so yeah, uh, she's defeated this whole army and she looks back at the mountain and she sees somebody climbing up the mountain. And so she calls the giant bird, the giant bird comes down and takes her up to the top of the mountain, right? As whoever this person is climbing the mountain is about to shoot an arrow into Jack's back. And of course, Jack is deep, deep, deep in meditation. So he doesn't know anything that's going on around him. And Ashi gets to the top and grabs the arrow as it's about to hit him, like, last second. And we get, uh... Oh, and this is where the figure walks out of the mist and we find out it's Ashi's mother. So I guess she's the one that sent this army. Uh, and Ashi's mother pulls out this black knife and says that she wants Ashi to kill Jack... And Ashi says, no, you were wrong about everything. Jack showed me the truth. And this is where we get a, a battle between Ashi and her mother. It's kind of teacher versus student, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And it's uh, really iconic. I really like this fight.
0: Right, it felt very Samurai Jack. Um, and Ashi ends up killing her mother. Or it seems like, I don't know, maybe her mother's going to come back. But her mother gets stabbed with the, an arrow that Ashi throws falls off this mountain. So it looks like the mother is dead, I'm assuming. And it's uh, this whole time, the mother is fighting Ashi, but she's also trying to kill Jack at the same time, Uh, which is a very interesting dynamic. So we go back to Nirvana with Jack and the monk, and this part was very funny. The monk drinks the tea, and he very slowly sips it and looks at Jack and says, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. We saw this whole scene of Jack <laughs> meticulously getting this tea yes. ready in a very yes. uh, ceremonial way and, and the monk's like, like this, this is crap. This is really
1: bad. Yeah.
0: And, uh, obviously, this is, you know, Nirvana, this is in Jack's mind uh, in a way, but the monk says, this tea has all the necessary ingredients, but it lacks important, one, uh, the most important one, balance. And, as, as he says this this evil jack appears it's like uh, you know the the angel and the uh, devil on people's shoulders in like a, an 80s sitcom you know what I mean it, it felt it felt
1: kind of that ish I, I, I can agree with that but uh, I, I really liked it's how they were kind of intertwining this into the story.
0: Right, it's kind of dreamlike, so it works, but Evil Jack appears and Jack realizes that th- this side of him is what made the sword l- leave him and that this guy represents Jack's fear and his hate hate and everything. And he he basically banishes this Evil Jack. Sends him away and um Oh, uh, this is where the the monk says that he can get the sword back now, that he's kind of defeated his his bad side. And we see these three gods. One looked like an Indian god of some type, maybe, like, with the multiple arms. And then we had a... It looked like a Nordic god of some type, like Thor or something in the middle. Right. Right? And then an Egyptian god on the far left, kind of Ra or something like that, it seemed like. So it was, you know... It's all these different religions are is where it's coming from. And they uh, give Jack his sword and he gets his clean clothes back and he get it, it gives him a, a haircut and a shave. That was a little weird. I was like, "Uh, okay, you got a shave and a haircut from Thor. All right. Um, so we go back to the mountain and Jack wakes up from his meditation and he has his sword and he's clean shaven and everything now. Outside of Nirvana. This is a little... I mean, I'm just gonna go with it. It's a cartoon. But... He sees Ashi on the ground. Because she... You know, she passed out after fighting her mother. So he thinks she may be dead. He runs over. She's not dead. She's alive, obviously. She wakes up and she compliments Jack's haircut. Which I thought was funny because that's... Remember, in the last episode, Jack complimented her haircut. It's kind of like the reverse happening here. And... Uh... Ashi oh, she says. So what next? And Jack says, "Aku." And we go to credits. So we're go- next episodes. Next three episodes are going to be them going to find Aku and then battling. So that that's exciting. No. <sighs> and Jack has a sword now, so he can actually defeat Aku.
1: That's cool. That sounds super cool. I can't. It- I can't wait to see this. It's been This is uh,
0: one of my favorite episodes yet. What did you think about this episode? Oh yeah,
1: this is 10 out of 10. Yeah, I mean,
0: 10 out of 10 for sure.
1: I love this episode. It was such much It was throwback and it was like throw forward. <laughs> if you can't right. understand what I mean. It was kind of it was uh, nostalgic and also not. <laughs> so that's what I liked the most about this episode. Uh, next uh, hey uh, do you have anything you want to plug?
0: Uh, just West Coast wrestling Connection dot com. go check out the TV show uh, on YouTube. Oh cool.
1: check out uh, also a wrestling podcast called that wrestling show. I heard uh, a man called Fro is on there. He's also on a show called the uh, Sharks fund a South Park podcast. Check out both of them if you don't have enough of throw. And can you ever have enough throw? The answer is no. And if you want a free book, where do you go to look?
0: audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Get a free book, a 30 day trial, and cancel anytime. Free book, still a free book. Yep.
1: Uh, Next week we will do something really fun and completely new that we've never tried before. Uh, We will do Google Feud. It's kind of... uh, uh, Me and Luke tried it today and it looks like it's going to be really fun. Uh, We are going to news of the week. We will do another digital review of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And I can finally say what I think about that movie, because I have not posted anything about it. Uh, Oh, okay. Yes, I have seen it. Uh, Ah. Samurai Jack, uh, season five, episode eight. And we will also have payback results, hopefully.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. We'll get them one way or another, so.
1: (laughs) One way, the other, the other. So... Uh, That uh, was uh, another uh, Digital Citizen for uh, this week. Goodbye from Norway and America. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen.